0: and Welcome to another episode of the Fitness Oracle Minicast series. I am your host, John Katsavos, and today we are going to be talking about the two myths, two big myths and misconceptions that surround functional training. Now, I'm going to start off by saying um, I have been doing this kind of training for the past seven years. Not including last year. Last year has been a complete and utter write-off because of COVID. So thank you very much, COVID, for messing up my, <laughs> my, my practice. But regardless, it gave me this platform for me to be able to utilize to get out this message to you, uh, the listener. So the two big mis- misconceptions that come behind functional training is that I can actually sum it up into one, but I will use two different examples. I think that's the best way for me to do it because it is a little bit complex. Now, the difference between machines and free weights is not what you think. Most most trainers and most fitness professionals will tell you that you're isolating a muscle when you sit down on a machine or a, uh, or a what are they called? preacher curl or a bench or whatever, whatever. But this is not true. You cannot isolate anything in the body. It is humanly and physically and neurologically impossible to isolate anything in your body. Why? I'm going to get a little bit scientific and a little bit geeky on you because of Newton's third law of motion, which states every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So if I apply five pounds of force on my hands in, in order to do a bicep curl and the pivot point, the part that is the that is bending, which is my elbow, is exerting five pounds of pressure, just an example, at a speed of, let's say, one meter per second, which is five, five units of measure moving f- upwards. There's going to be uh, five units of pressure going on at the opposite end of that joint of that lever, which is my humerus, my upper arm. What does that mean? It means that my shoulder is going to move fi- with five pounds of pressure in the opposite direction. That's all that it means. So, What we need to understand, if I go on to, so all the muscles that Actually, integrate in my shoulder, my pec, my lats, my shoulders, my my, uh, my deltoids, my traps, and we can keep going further down, down, down this rabbit hole. We can go down into the trunk. We can do, go into the hip flexors. We can go into the into the into the quads, into the hamstrings, into the calves. You need to stand. You need to sit. All these pressures and all these all these quote unquote areas, they have. The same law of motion going through those areas is just magnified because of the distance that we're, that we're, um, that we have applied to. That also plays a, a difference as well. But we're not going to get into that math because that math can get a little crazy. We're talking about into the hundreds of pounds of, hundreds of pounds of square inch per, per second moving. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy when you get into the numbers. So the difference between standing bicep curl and seated bicep curl, for example, because we're using this example right now, is that I'm adding two, potentially three more, sorry, excuse me, not two, three more layers of support. Three, sorry, excuse me, four layers of support. One for the back part of my upper arm, one for my chest, One for my bum and one for my feet. Got it? So now I can apply more force because I'm more stable and because I have the extra support. I'm not isolating anything. Everything is still working in the same way. It's just I have three extra layers of support. So that's myth number one is that machines is that you isolate and then uh, smith machines and squat racks doing squats and deadlifts you don't isolate <coughs> that's the big one the other myth is that and I love this one squats are an advanced movement and um, and uh, leg leg extensions leg extensions and leg curls are uh, are are easy or considered quote unquote for beginners. Mm-hmm. This is total nonsense. This is utterly and ridiculous nonsense. There is the only difference between a squat in a squat rack and a leg extension, let's take for example where you're sitting down in the machine and you're pulling the weight up with your with a with uh with your the front part of your foot the only difference is again is the support you have support on your bum you have support on your back and you have leverage by holding onto the bars so can you do more in a seated position than the standing position yeah absolutely why i got three extra levels of support that's why i can lift more so that's the only difference function of the knee does the exact same thing in a squat as you would in a seated leg extension. Your body doesn't understand squat and leg extension. All your body knows, especially in and around the knee area, is I need to flex and I need to extend. There's very, very limited, very limited rotation that's happening in the knee. There is some But very limited so that's the one big those that's the one big myth and misconception that surrounds and i just gave you two examples of of how how the 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 the, this whole misconception has happened it's trainers are, are looking at this and we want to explain it to you However, we don't know whether it's going to go fly over your head or if it's going to sink in. So we're just like, okay, yeah, this is for beginners because it could be laziness. I mean, trust me, trainers, we don't have an easy job. Most most people think that we do have an easy job. But when you're at the gym from 6 in the morning to 10 o'clock, sometimes 11 o'clock at night, and you're seeing clients every half an hour and every hour, that's, that's it's a hard job. It's a hard job. So... Towards the end of the night, um, we get a little just, this is just how the program is. We know exactly what we're doing. We just, at that point, we may be a bit exhausted because who knows, you know, we, we're people too. We have our issues as well. So uh, I do want to cut some slack to the trainers because, you know, it is a hard job. And not a lot of people understand it, which is fine. We don't expect you guys to understand everything, just the basic concepts. And that's what we're trying to do, trying to teach you the basic concepts. So if you're a trainer out there, please, 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 please understand. And don't fill my don't fill my uh, inbox with hate mail or and stuff like that. Please understand that there is There is a difference when it comes to to extra support on a human body rather than little support on the human body standing versus seated with support on the chest or the back or even the shoulders. I've seen machines that actually support the shoulders to pin them back. It's really cool machine. And we have to understand when and where to use each tool because this is all that is It's just a tool. A seated leg, a seated leg extension is just a tool to help improve leg flexion during squats or leg press or hack squats or whatever you need to do. Running, walking, sitting, standing, whatever it is that it may, you may need to do. Deadlifts, for example, is all your you also have flexion in, uh, in a deadlift. Anyways, um, I could literally go on for hours for this, so uh, I'm going to cut it here. And tomorrow, I'm going to I'm going to try to help you understand how to identify what you need in order to go from seated leg extensions and leg curls to full body squats. And uh, until then, I will see you guys tomorrow have a great night